Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. From Vanderpump Rules to Vegas and everywhere in between, it's time to party with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. All right, we are burning in hell with Hannah Burner. Getting into some shenanigans. How are you? Always. Whenever I'm with Sheena, you don't know where the night's going to take you. You don't. But we are drinking and podcasting. We have a shout out to Mighty Swell. These are like my new favorite seltzers. They're really good. Austin, Texas. That's cool. Yeah. Love Austin. Anything in Austin is interesting. Definitely. Um, We are recording on Patreon. So if y'all want to watch this video, go and uh, sign up. So we are in LA. You're doing <laughs> this little comedy tour that I have just become like I feel like your band-aid, you know? You're my number one groupie. I love it. And mom. Yes. Throw mom in, Courtney comes through, Brock came. Yeah. Basically, when I feel alone and scared in LA, Sheena shows up and has my <laughs> fucking back. So uh, we went and saw you at Flappers on Sunday night. And that was so much fun. Oh, thank you. By the way, Sheena's already seen me do comedy, and Sheena's a busy woman. Not only is obviously she busy as an entrepreneur, but um, she's a mother. Yeah, she keeps me busy. Of a child and two beautiful cats. So the <laughs> fact that you came to support me like means the world. Aww. You're just like too. I didn't expect no, of you course. To have to, you to come. Yeah. So Jamie had texted me, and she was like, "Oh, Hannah," and I was like, "Wait, I honestly couldn't remember if we talked about that when we hung out in New York last week because yeah. it was." a pump and dump night for mom so there were some tequila shots involved and I was like wait did Hannah invite me to her show and I was like am I supposed to go like I was like well I want to go obviously plans don't count but like I'll do yoga with you in the morning I couldn't remember so I was so glad that Jamie messaged me and was like let's go so brought mom brought my sister dude Jamie got so Two can Jamie shwasted. It was like, there's this whole story about how at my baby shower, she had two cans of this like can vino wine. Oh, yeah. And she was like on the floor. This was just two glasses of rose. I don't know what kind of rose they serve at mm. Flappers, but all of a sudden, psychic drunk Jamie is out. MJ from Shaw's is there. <laughs> and so was her dad, who, as you guys know, has passed on. But he was there. Shams was there. I was like, okay, Jamie. Uh. It was, no, no. Sheena basically (laughs) 
was the in-between of the afterlife. Yeah. And Sheena walked up to MJ and was like, do you like watermelons? MJ's like, yeah. And she's like, yeah, Jamie told me to tell you that. And she's like, what? I was like, do you believe in psychics? Because I couldn't remember where MJ stood on this, if she was like very pro-psychics or like, no, they're fucking frauds. Like I knew it was like one or the other. And if anyone watches Bravo, you know, this is a pro-psychic episode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Us and our psychics with the show. We were so into it. And I honestly, I prefer drunk psychic Jamie. Yeah. (laughs) Very interesting. (laughs) Very, very, like on another level, interesting. So she tells me, she's like, Sheena, like, MJ's dad is here and he's telling me to not say anything because she's either like not going to believe it or it's not the right time. She's like, so I don't want to say anything. She's like, but he won't leave. He's telling me. Apparently she loved eating watermelon with him. Yeah, as a kid, like that was like a thing that they did. I was like, whatever Jamie says, Jamie gets. So I was like, and he like keeps like saying stuff to Jamie and she's like trying to focus and she's like, ah, like I can't get him out of my head. And so I was like, I'm just going to go say something. That's so funny that it's like a friend who's always on their phone. Yeah. But that's when Jamie's just talking to people in the afterlife and you're like, Jamie, hello, are you listening? She's like, sorry, MJ's dad is like telling me shit. (laughs) So funny. I should do that just when like guys are hitting on me that I don't want to talk to. I'm like, sorry, the afterlife is like literally in my head right now. (laughs) So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go ask MJ because I think she is a believer, but if she's not, then I'll just be like, never mind. Like my friend's fucking crazy. Like just just don't. (laughs) So I was like, MJ, I was like, do you believe in psychics? And she's like, yeah, why? And I was like, would you believe me if I told you that um, your dad is here right now? And she's like, wait, what? Like, yeah. so into it. And I was like, hold, please. We both got goosebumps. <laughs> well, first you go, did you eat watermelon with your dad? Yes. And she said, yes. As a kid. And, and then she was like, whoa. And then she was like, yeah, apparently your dad's here. And he's been talking about watermelon. Yeah, and she's like, hi, dad. And she, so. like, did an imaginary <laughs> hug. And then if I was her, I would have been asking, like, a bazillion questions. But I could tell MJ was like, you know, she was cool. She wasn't trying yeah. to, like delve into it and then we all had a bonding moment with MJ's dad yeah and then Jamie literally like she couldn't drive home that night so my sister drives her car back here she spends the night and it was funny I meant to mention this on last week's podcast I did a Q&A with Brock (laughs) and she sent in a question let me find it because I was like we need to address this (laughs) so (laughs) we come back and Jamie and I were like, you know, may as well keep it going. Popped another bottle of rosé. We're like, well, you're here for the night. Yeah. You know, I mean, I already have to dump or drink my milk. So <laughs> let's just keep it going. So she's telling me about, you know, the guy that she's talking to, etc. And Brock is in the room. <laughs> so Jamie said... I asked her a question. She goes, yes, thank you for asking. I'd like to know what crawled up his butt when he was rage texting me. So she's wasted. He's like, Jamie, shut the fuck up. These good. And like Brock's just like getting annoyed, like hearing these he's stories. he's trying to sleep. Yes. Oh and God. she's just like talking about this guy. Mm-hmm. And so he's like rage texting her. And the next day I looked at his phone and I was like, Honey, that was a little aggressive. Like, it was like seven texts. Like, you had to scroll. Tequila Brock. To see the whole no, Brock was sober. Yes. That was so funny. But that's a classic, like, you're sober and someone's drunk and they don't realize how not entertaining yeah. they're being. So, get this Brock finds the guy she's talking about on Instagram. <gasps> he no. pulls up as if he's going to group chat 
her and him together. He has the message typed out, screenshots it, texts it to her, and he goes, do I hit send? And she's like, no, oh my God. And he's like, my child is sleeping. Shut the fuck up. And I was like, oh my God, honey, like, don't do it. He wasn't going he was to, like, but all it takes is an accidental tap. She's like, are send. you threatening me? And he's like, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my God. That was a fun, drunk Jamie Knight. I love um, protective dad, bro. <laughs> right? Like, if you don't shut up about this fuck boy, my daughter's going to miss her sleep. And then <laughs> I have to deal with it the next day. Yeah. But I do think she will uh, be back for, whether it's a drinking and podcasting or just a podcast soon. So yeah. um, stay tuned. In the meantime, that was your show on Sunday, which was so much fun. And then last night, I'm around the corner at a music event, mm -hmm. and I was posting a story because this band, shout out to, uh, there were three artists there. They're up-and-coming artists. It was this event called Music Swipe, mm -hmm. and it's this new app where they feature like up-and-coming artists. They play 15 seconds of a song, and if you like the song, you swipe, and it like adds it to a playlist. And if you don't like it, then you know you just move on. Cool. So it was three new artists. Um, I think Ella Rose, a band called Nightly and a band called Calabasas. The two bands kind of reminded me of like Emblem 3. Mm. Like they were just, it was really good. Cool. So I was like, I need to like post these guys and shout them out. So I post a video and right after I post it, the first thing I see on my feed was Katie Kazorla's flyer for the Laugh Factory at 9.30, I see your picture and I was like, wait, what? I'm like, it's 9.15. I think we can make both but happen. But in my head, I'm like, <laughs> Sheena would never want to go and see me do comedy again in one week. Always invite me. I will come see you. I don't care if it is the exact same routine and I have it memorized. I will still laugh. I will still come every fucking night. Sheena as a mom is like goals because Sheena asked me to go to this event and I was like, oh my God, I can't. I have a stand-up set. She goes to the party and my stand-up <laughs> set. I was like, see, you could have done both. You could have made like, both that's happen. that's how it's fucking done. But like we had a rowdy night at Laugh Factory too. Yeah. It was wild. Let's talk about it. LA is a scene. Everywhere I go, some shit goes down. Yeah. So. Are we the drama? <laughs> <laughs> right? Does it follow us? We're sitting at Laugh Factory. We've now made both things happen. Mm -hmm. And uh, I see this guy walk by, and I was like, was that Chris D'Elia? And I'm like, honey, and I'm, we were just um, catching up on you, season three. Yes. So I'm like, remember, I was like, the celebrity like guy that Joe killed Henderson? I was like, that's him. Season and then two. remember how he got canceled? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, he's here. And then this guy goes up to do stand-up, and he goes, wait, him? And I was like wait a second, I swore that was Chris D'Elia, but this guy is not Chris D'Elia. There was another comic, same height, wearing the same outfit, like a dark gray sweatshirt and pants. <laughs> they looked very alike. So similar. We were both very confused because I was waiting to go on and I saw, I thought I saw Chris D'Elia. Yeah. Then I saw this other comic and I'm like, oh, I think I was just seeing things. But I'm right. not good at faces. That's what I thought Then I saw too. Chris D'Elia again and I'm like, am I going crazy? Then I saw the other comic. Long story short, I have a bit, a joke where I make fun of Chris D'Elia. <laughs> And I was going to do it. And then I was like, I can't risk, like, I'm not What if to, he is here? Yeah, like, I don't want to insult Chris D'Elia to his face. Right. So I, like, didn't do the bit. And then afterwards, Katie was like, Chris D'Elia is, like, going to perform tonight. Yeah. And he hasn't performed. Since he in got a long, canceled. He might have done, like, a couple shows. But um, Theo Vaughn was there. Who's yeah. Who's fucking great. Love him. And I've seen him do stand-up a few times, too. So when I saw, like, all of y'all 
were Such there last styles, night. Such different styles too, right? So good. It must have been so weird too the, to see me like in a more like comedy environment with yeah. the other comics because you've only seen me like headline alone. Yeah. But I was like, am I? I guess I'm an LA comic now. Maybe. Totally. <laughs> oh my God. No, it was so fun. Even the guy who went before you did. I didn't know if you were there for his set. Or, I saw some of it. Okay. It was, it was so good. Like, but was, all different styles, and it just shows, so different. like, yeah. there's so many perspectives of that people can have of life that make you crack up. Yeah. So this, like, I don't want to call him a bootleg, but, like, this, like, you know, <laughs> Can you call other... him a Walmart crystallia? <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> he laughed about it. He knows. Right. Okay. So he should <laughs> write name, that into one of his His name is Mark Hayes. He's hot and Irish. You guys should follow him. Very, yeah, thick Irish him. accent. So right yeah. when he comes up, I realize, I'm like, oh, that's not crystallia. I was yeah. like, maybe I was seeing things. Unless crystallia has a new accent and he's reinventing himself. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it uh, might not be the worst idea. But then crystallia is there. I was like, oh, they are both there. We're not seeing things. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, we have to stay because we were just coming to see you. And then I was like, okay, Theo came on right after you. So I was like, okay, and then we got to go home for baby. Yes. But my mom was like, she's sleeping. She's fine. Stay out. Have fun. You know, (laughs) like. My mom's an angel. She's the best. So I was like, well, if Chris D'Elia is performing, like, I need to see this. Like, he has to acknowledge being canceled mm-hmm. in his stand-up mm-hmm. and you can't go on just no like nothing happened like oh traffic's weird like you can't <laughs> do that <laughs> so. so it was the first thing he said like he stands up he goes so i got canceled mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're just mm-hmm. like me we, we're all aware <laughs> he had a joke he was like my baby i have a baby now yeah and the baby's been crying every day every and day I, and i've been every crying day the with crying. the baby <laughs> because I lost my career. And like, so he, I like that he did address what was going on. He talked about how he has sex addiction, how he has anger issues and like, he's really leaning into it. So it was interesting. I mean, you know, this town, Mm -hmm. how people like come and go and there's all kinds of stuff going on. We don't know the details really of his accusations and stuff, but, um, it was a wild night to like witness in the flesh because everything's been just during quarantine virtual. Like you just see articles about people. Totally. So to see, and you could tell he's been through some shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. So like you and Chris D'Elia do a show together last night, like (laughs) randomly. And then Sunday night, can we talk about who your opener was for the show that you headlined? Oh my God. Jay fucking Leno. Opens up Hannah's show that she's headlining. Like, Jay Leno. This is so LA. So, like, I guess Jay Leno's working on material. Yeah. So he'll just, like, hit up the club and be like, hey, is there a show tonight? I'd like to do 20 minutes. Yeah. Oh, it's Hannah's show. Like, ask her. But obviously you're going to say yes. Of course. But it's just crazy because before I did um, Summer House and Bravo, I was like, I want to be on TV. Like, I want to make people laugh. Mm -hmm. And then, like, it's crazy how the universe... Last time I was in LA was a year ago. I went to Laugh Factory with my mom and just oh, like wow. watched comics. Yeah. I was like, this is awesome. Yesterday was my first time performing at the Laugh Factory. Aww. And it was kind of a cool full circle. Even being there with you to show like, yeah. like you've been part of my journey. And like Bravo's been such a big part of my journey. Yeah. But like things evolve and Jay, even Jay Leno being there, it's just fucking crazy that like like, could you it's ever imagine that, like, no. high school Hannah? Like, one day Jay Leno is going to open up for me when no. I do stand-up. Also, low-key, <laughs> Jay Leno's kind of hot. Like, he's a zaddy. Oh, yeah. He's, like, I'm into older men now, but, like... <laughs> <laughs> and he was, like, tall. I envisioned that he'd be, like, short. With, yeah. But he was, like, sturdy. Like, strong man. Anyway, he can get it. Yep. So much fun. <laughs> I'm just, I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy that, like, I was able to come to a couple of your shows oh this week. Oh, my God. It meant the world to me. And also, I love that you have such a sense of humor to, like, I feel like you just enjoy performers, too. Oh, yeah. Because you're such a performer at yeah. heart that you, like, 
understand what it takes to even do like 15 minutes. Oh, totally. And it's also really cute that you and Brock are like doing date nights and like doing fun things together. I think that's what brought you together initially. So I love to see that you're not like turning into a different kind of couple just because you have a baby. I'm like, look, if we're not having sex regularly, we got to keep the date nights regular because sex after a baby. Well, is your vagina okay, babe? She is. Okay. Yes. She didn't tear. Oh. Um, I only had one little internal stitch okay. and like all was good. Good. Once I got cleared to have sex again, we're like, how we're do we like, do this? <laughs> like <laughs> mentally not there. The first time we tried, we're like in Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. She's asleep inside. Mm-hmm. But then it was just like the whole time I'm thinking, I'm like, oh my God, what if this is the first time she rolls over? And like, we didn't have the bassinet set up there because we just <gasps> randomly went out there one night and then my AC was broken and it was just, it was a whole thing. So I'm like trying to get into, I was so in my head and he knew I was in my head and he's very much like, it's like mental for him. Like he can't just fuck me. Like he just, he he won't do it. Like he needs to have that like emotional connection. And I'm like, can you just like get behind me and fuck me? (laughs) He won't do it. He won't do it. (laughs) What a little softy. I know. Oh my god! So like that's awesome, but sometimes I'm like, can you just get behind me? <laughs> sometimes you just need an orgasm, like yeah. really for your health. So that's why I've now found a love for vibrators because <laughs> it's like unless we can be in that mental, emotional state and connection, yeah, you know, it just and sometimes yeah. you're like, you're like, why do I have anxiety? I've been drinking water. What's going on? And sometimes you just need to like release. It's yeah. like a sneeze. Sometimes you just have to fucking sneeze totally. from your vagina. Yes, and that's why I do dildo ads. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's also funny. It's like almost having a pet watching you have sex but like a thousand times worse uh-huh. when you have a baby oh yeah you know, at first you're like oh butter my cat like don't look and then right. you literally have a human child a human. and also you feel like you're a mom which is like not necessarily like the sexiest thing but then you also still want to be yeah like fuckable but then you also want to be a caretaker i don't know it's being a woman is so complex and there's yeah. so many sides of it and you don't have to pick one or the other. No, totally. And it was like in the beginning, like I still wasn't even comfortable with like my body and how I looked and felt. And then I'm also like, I'm breastfeeding still. I'm like, am I going to just be like squirting out milk at you? Like, I don't know what my, like my boobs now, they just have a mind of their own. And like when they're full, it's just like, pew, pew, pew. like they, they drip. Do you feel it's, it's though like lot. you have a slightly different relationship with your body now that you see like the purpose it's filled, not like not just to be sexy all the time? Yeah, it was a struggle for me a little bit in the beginning just because it was like, I didn't even mind. I gained about 55 pounds mm-hmm. and I didn't even mind like the weight gain, the big belly, like being swollen, all of that because I was like, I'm creating human life. Yeah. But then once she's out, and then I'm like, oh, now I just look like this. Like, <laughs> You're like an empty garbage can. Like, it, what the fuck? like my belly button was stretched. I don't know, like this wide. It just, it looked so weird. Mm-hmm. I have had my belly button pierced for 20 years. Mm-hmm. So to already like not have that in and then to just see this crazy wide belly button, it was just like, and the saggy skin. And it was just like nothing fit me. <sighs> I was home for three days from the hospital before we started filming this season. So I'm like, cool, like Lala just snapped back and is in a fucking little string bikini, like being like, I need to wear high-waisted for my pooch. And I'm like, fuck you, shut up. Look at me, okay? Like, you look better now than you did before you had a baby. How is that even possible? And it's like, don't compare, Sheena. You know, like everyone's journey's different. (laughs) But it just... Oh, yeah. Well, so, most people don't have to go immediately on national TV. No. Right after they pop them out. Not at all. 
So yeah, like if you want to have a confident yeah. fight with someone, you don't be worried also like what skin is like flinging around. No. And then it's like with our group, we do so many themed yeah. fucking parties yep. that by like the third one, I was like, if there's one more fucking themed party mm-hmm. this season, this summer, I'm going to lose my shit. And then my own boyfriend <laughs> decides, let's do a Mad Max themed birthday party. I don't even know what Mad Max is. <laughs> like, I'm so confused. I'm like, what is Mad Max? Why is Max Why is mad? mad? <laughs> like, literally. You're like, it sounds like negative energy. <sighs> I don't want the anger around me. Yeah. But it's true. Like, it's hard enough to find your own outfit of normal clothes uh-huh. that you like, but to find a themed one that fits your body type yeah. and whatever. And also, a lot of times, it's like, you're just kind of insecure about it, but you still want to feel confident when someone calls you out of yeah. something on reality TV and you have to defend yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so but you did it yeah you look stunning also thank you it was all worth it for the pregnancy photos I mean thank you I and mean, here's the next fucking level I am so thankful that I over the top did so many photos because I was like thinking at the time like I always tend to think pessimistically which I think is thinking realistically like mm-hmm. what if something happens what if this is the only time in my life that I am pregnant mm-hmm. And who would have known that I would get diagnosed with HELP syndrome, which could have been fatal. They caught it just in time. Now, I honestly don't know that I want to get pregnant again because it could be fatal. It could be nothing. I might not get it again. It could be I need to deliver three weeks early, do an emergency C-section. Like, her lungs might not, or his lungs might not be developed. Like, next time around, like, I don't know. So I'm like... Now we're strongly considering adoption, surrogacy, Ooh. one and done. We don't know. I but mean, I'm like, I got the photos. Celebrate <laughs> those fucking moments. Like, yes. celebrate the wins in life. Yes. Because like, it's easy to just sit around and, like, complain about the shit. But you, yeah. we all were on your journey yes. to, like, getting pregnant. And it's important to fucking own that shit and celebrate it. And you looked fucking hot. Well, so. thank you. Appreciate <laughs> it. Okay, back to you. So we hung out in New York a couple weeks ago. We're mm-hmm. here in L.A. this week. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going back to New York. So by the time you guys are listening to this, we've already hung out again yep. in New York. It's insane. I just, I, I love this. The Sheena time, I cannot have enough. Except it's funny because I just like aspire to be as social as you. And you're like that friend who's like, we should do something. <laughs> and I'm like, Sheena's right. Sheena's right. I need to get off yeah. the couch. Because I do think I had a time where like, especially in quarantine, you kind of just get like a little depressed. You're not mm-hmm. feeling that great about yourself. So when I don't feel good about myself, I don't really care to like show face around town. But like having you always be there, like liking stuff on Instagram, little nice texts, like I never felt scared to like come out and like I like push past anxiety when I'm Aww. hanging out with you, which I love. Yay. Well, I love hanging out with you. You are literally one of my favorite people. I was so excited for my sister to meet you when we were in New York a few weeks ago. We hit it off. She vibes right with Yeah, she was like, wait, Hannah has a show? I want to come. She's like you, but like more like sarcastic, Gen Z-ish type vibes. She's the bitchy version of me. And I'm obsessed with that. Like, yeah, Sheena's love and light, and Courtney is like love and light with a shitty attitude. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, I love it. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) So... uh, we just talked about how Jay Leno opened up for you. I want to know if you could open up for anyone Ooh. or have anyone else open up for you, who would it be? I really love Amy Schumer and Chelsea Handler. Me too. Oh I, my God, I love them. I, they are such fucking trailblazers. I grew up yeah. watching Chelsea Lately. Uh-huh. Like every night before I was going to bed, I watched Chelsea Lately. And the way she interviews really inspired me because like she showed that women could be like, 
I hate to use this word, but you're with an Australian, cunty. Uh-huh. Like, she's cunty, <laughs> and she'd make, like, the male guests uncomfortable, and she had this confidence about her where, like, she didn't care how she looked. She just was like, I'm a power bitch, and I'm going to make everyone laugh, and she didn't have to be smiley all the time, and she just, she was different and cool, and then Amy Schumer, I think, is one of the funniest people ever. Oh, yeah, and I And seeing love her blow her. up. Yeah. So, it's funny, because I, Did you like, watch her on Last Comic Standing? No. Oh, see, that's where oh, I so first got introduced to her. Oh, yeah, OG. From, like, her first routine on television, I was like, I like this chick. So you really are, like, a comedy yeah. fan. And you could tell early on, like, she had it. Yeah, for sure. And it's funny with your career. I feel like you can't teach funny. But yeah. then it's your job to, like, become better at writing, become better at performing, cutting the fat of your set. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's what I'm doing now, which is, like, the hard part is, like, me saying, like, I want to fucking do this for real. Yeah. And just do the tour. And now it's, like, just getting better and be a little critical and right. try to be as funny as I can while also having fun with it. Because if you're not having fun with it, you can't be funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So Amy Schumer... And I have, like, friends of friends who are, like, I, I'm kind of connected to her, but I yeah. haven't actually, <laughs> so embarrassing. She did follow me for a second. Same. And then she unfollowed me. Same. What the fuck is up with that? I was just going to say, so she followed Broke Kristen and I heart. one night. Broke my fucking I'm like, Same. what did I post? What did I post that turned her off? I know. I think she just had a night where she followed a bunch of Bravo Bravo-less. people and then was like, fuck all of you. I don't need to follow oh you. Oh, my God. I was so excited when I got that notification. When she followed, and it was like at the top of all my stories, yes. I was like, well, I made it. And I then made like, it. I was bragging to Des. Yeah. I was bragging to my mom. And then I checked my phone one day, and I was like, oh, no, she hates me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the fact this happened to you makes me feel yes. as bad. Yeah. Yeah, maybe she followed some Bravo Lebs. But it's funny, like, Des knows her. Uh-huh. My ex knows her. We'll meet eventually. Yeah. For sure. We will. And, and I know she watches Bravo. Like, she's been on Watch What Happens Live and stuff. So I'm like, yeah. obviously she knows who we are if she followed us. Even yeah. if it was just for a night or a week or however long it was. But I remember talking Amy, to Kristen. Amy, we love you. We do. <laughs> she definitely listens to shenanigans. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she, uh, I'm obsessed I'm, with it. I'm, I'm not glad that that happened to you also, but I'm glad that we could have this moment together. Because oh I remember God, so texting Kristen. I was like, I was just self-hating. I was like, what did I post that she was like, that's stupid. I'm unfollowing right? Hannah. Or I'm like, oh, maybe she didn't like something I said on Summer House. Oh, God. Oh, no. What was it? I was thinking the same thing. Who knows? Yeah, totally. Well, we'll get her back. Where out of all of the places that you've done a show has been your favorite? And where's like a venue that would be like your dream place to do stand up at? Oh my gosh. Okay. So my dream is to do, this sounds random, but Wisconsin. Uh-huh. So I went to University of Wisconsin, Madison, okay. which is like the most fun town yeah. in the Midwest. It's like the party school in the Midwest. Wow. So it has Wisconsin. this. It ha- yeah. It's like because it's so cold, you just always need a liquid layer yeah. of drunkenness. So it has this thing called like State Street. It's basically the city and the college intertwined, so it's Mm -hmm. just like a hub of everything. And right by the Capitol is this really great comedy club that during school I would go and watch shows. Yeah. And now everyone, because I joke like, go Badgers, because I went there. And people who go to Wisconsin. Oh, is this the mascot you fucked? Yes. Yes. So I need to go back. (laughs) I need to talk to that fucking mascot. (laughs) I did not think that story would like become a thing. Oh my God. That was so good. So basically now people love Wisconsin so much. Like you'll be in LA and someone has a Badger shirt on. You're like, go Badgers. Like it's a weird passion. Okay. So I want to play comedy on state. But I also have to say I've traveled 
random places like Kansas City, Buffalo, some of these random places you think would be shitholes all have like a really fun town to them. Like you find the right block that has like, yeah, like the coffee shops and they have like cool. So like Buffalo, I had like a great time. Yeah. Like, so it's really the random places. I went to Nashville, which is pretty cool. I love Nashville. It was the first time ever. And Des and I went. And he does com- comedy with me sometimes, uh-huh. so it's like an excuse That's to like awesome. travel. But we're like working, yeah. So I've been lucky to travel and just kind of do fun. Sh- I used to travel for tennis, which was mm-hmm. stressful because I would like go somewhere and lose and be like, I can never go back to this place. Yeah. But now I just perform, so it's been a much easier travel situation for yeah. me. Yeah. So how do you prep for shows? Like, do you write all of your own jokes? Does Des help you at all? Do you like have like friends that you know just like based on experiences that you get stuff from? Good. What's your process? So the way I first started, I worked for Betches, which is where I first interviewed you. I was so nervous. You were one of my first biggest interviews. (laughs) And I remember you were wearing like the cutest crop top. Um, Me in a crop top? Yeah, that was so off brand for you, but it worked. So basically I would write all these tweets for Mm -hmm. Betches. Like I called it Betches Boot Camp. Like I was writing like 80 tweets a week. And then I started writing more that were like my voice, which is like a little goofier and sillier and a little more like shock value. And I started to be like, okay, I'm writing a lot about food or I'm writing a lot about fuckboys or I'm writing a lot about like cuddling. Then I realized I'm like, I have jokes in this. Like they're either premises or they're like punchlines. So I finally just started to put them together and just write it out. And then you practice the 10 minutes all the mm-hmm. time. But I don't force like, I need to write jokes. I really do. Podcasting helps me a lot. Like, yeah. for example, like us talking, the whole concept of like fucking with a baby is like fucking with like a pet times 10. Like, that's just something I started saying. And I'm like, oh, that could be something. Right. So honestly, you, I can't, I can't fucking force funny. I can't force creativity. Yeah. It's like right now, if I'm like, Sheena, write a song, you'd be like, eh. yeah, but it is gold. So you, you just have to, it's like manifesting. Like, you know, when you broke up with an ex and you like think about them all the time, it's like, manifesting in a positive way where it's like okay I'm writing funny shit keep an eye out all the time so I have a notepad and whenever I think of anything I write it down and then you have to just get the balls to try the new joke on stage you put it in between two jokes you're comfortable with Uh so it won't like bomb yeah and then with the audience I kind of write on stage so I'll like do the joke and then I'll kind of and that's talent like for to just do the improv and stuff like that yeah the improv it helps like they call it tags which are little things like I have this joke about like people when they're having sex in movies and they're just like ripping each other's clothes off right I was on stage and then I just go like like I wear Zara it's fast fashion like that was just a riff that I did one night and then I decided to keep it yeah so it just it's from just doing as much stand-up as I can every night and Uh it's honestly like helped my mental health just to like instead of being alone just like yeah worrying about your shit just to like be working which is I'm working on my therapist to feel my feelings also but Mm -hmm. it's given me a sense of purpose to like try to just make people laugh. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of podcasts, so uh, you do uh, yours, Burning, Burning in Hell. Hell. You still have Giggly Squad. Yes, and then uh, what's going on with Call Her Daddy? Because I oh swore you were going to be like the new co-host. Y'all are so good together. Yeah, thank you. How many episodes have you done? We actually have a new one coming out next yes. week. But Alex and I hit it off. But it was because actually during quarantine when she had her breakup with Sophia, I did an episode, an opinion episode, but mm-hmm. I didn't pick a side. I was like, this is a larger issue issue between like the media conglomerates and the yeah. talent, which like you understand. Yeah. Where it starts to get weird where the talent now can get its own following and like uh-huh. doesn't really need you. But then they're like, no, but you got where you are because of us. And it's right. like, I was like, this is just like a, 
things are evolving. Yeah. And she actually reached out to me and was like, hey, I love Summer House and I, I listened to your podcast. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, what? And she was like, I think we have similar like vibes. And she's like, let's FaceTime. So it was like almost like a like a first date, like to see if we'd hit it off. Mm-hmm. And we're actually quite similar. Yeah. And I just, I'm in this new place where I just want to surround myself with like powerful, cool, driven women. Yeah. I love being inspired by people who are doing shit that, I like to be around Mm -hmm. and she's one of those people in my life who people say like I'm kind of bad with networking actually like I'm not really good at like social climbing or any of that stuff but when I hit it off with you like I hit it off with you I feel like you're like that too like you're very consistent like you're always the same like Sheena's always this kind of friend where like I'm kind of like that too like we're either great or like we're not hitting it off right and when we're great it's like you don't know it's just a real ass friendship totally yeah so you mentioned summer house yes can we talk about Winter House? I haven't watched it. I haven't either. <laughs> <laughs> but Paige like, and Sierra give me all the tea, so yeah. I kind of know what's going on. I was going to say, are you going to watch? To be honest, I, I it would give me PTSD. Yeah. And it is weird because it's something that I, like, was such a great part of my life. Mm-hmm. To then, like, see it happening without me is so weird. Right. But it's like, I'm so different than I was when I was 26 and single and that shit was so fun for me. Would you have wanted to do Winter House being where you're at in life right now, engaged and like with your comedy going so well, like would you have wanted to do that? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think it would have been a fit. Mm -hmm. But like we were all cool. Like if it was a year before? If I was single, yeah. Totally. But (laughs) I just got in, I just like fell madly in love. And the show, the show isn't like Vanderpump. The show is really like, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like real world. It's like they just throw a bunch of people in. It's like who wants to fuck? Who wants to fight? Yeah. That shit's like fun when you have that like chaotic energy, which we love on reality TV. Totally. But when you, when you're meeting someone, like you have to have a whole different mindset. Mm-hmm. When you care about someone a lot. Yeah. And they're not following your life. They're finding, like, they're following when they lock you in a house, what happens. Right. <laughs> a lot of people had asked of where you stand with Kyle and Amanda right now. We haven't spoke since the reunion. Wow. Okay. I mean, I did reach out, mm-hmm. and they didn't respond. Yeah. And, you know, I'm at the point in my life where I'm like, Look, we did a great TV show together. Yeah. Like, I really only have positive wishes for them. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, kind of unfortunate that it was, like, when the show aired that things hit the fan. Yeah. Because I've only, since day one, won the best for their relationship. And you'll never hear me say a bad word about their relationship. I love that. Let's talk about your relationship. (laughs) I just believe in karma. Don't talk bad about people's relationships. Because that shit goes full circle. Absolutely. And no one has a perfect relationship. So it's, like, no no one should be That's so true. Mm -hmm. So... (laughs) Wedding plans. I'm so mad you haven't met Des. See, and I feel like I have, but I haven't. Well, yeah, I'm like, I'm with Sheena, and he's like, and he's okay, the Sheena girl you're always with, and I've never yeah. seen her. And yeah, because I, and I feel Brock- like I know him. That's the thing with reality TV, when you watch someone, and then oh, it's like, yeah. I see him on your Instagram or your podcast What's funny or whatever. is I know like, Brock before he was on TV, so I'm kind of laughing when I like hear people talk yeah. about Brock on TV, because I'm like, I know Brock before he was on TV. <laughs> That's so, oh yeah, because Des was supposed to meet up with us a couple weeks ago, yeah. and then that didn't happen. Because it's funny, he's doing the same thing as me, like, he's in, doing comedy in Ireland right. right now, so we'll just call each other, like, how was your show, my show was good, how was your yeah. show? So we don't really feel like we're missing out on anything, uh-huh. but I feel like him and Brock will get along, because oh, Des, sure. Des loves Australia, like, he he's lived in, like, Ireland, Australia, England, so, like, they'll have, like, foreign, like, cultured boy talk, you know what Love I mean? That. And we'll just be like, mm, me like alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys set a date? Yes. Ooh. Oh my God. I love that. 
you're like so experienced with the wedding stuff. Like I need yeah. to be asking more questions. Um, yeah, I'm May getting ready to 2022. Plan wedding number two. I know. Oh, how exciting. Yeah. We joke. I was joking with Paige that Des is like second husband energy for me. And then I told Des and Des was like, you're second wife energy for me, bitch. Like, because he's 45 and I'm 30. That's But funny. I feel like we really did live our own lives beforehand yeah. and like gained like real independence and like security in ourselves. Mm -hmm. And finally, we're just like, okay, I'm ready to like have a partner in my own life. Yeah. If that makes sense. Because he's, who knows what the fuck he was up to before, like traveling as a comic, like being wild. And finally, I think, I joke that he's a retired fuck boy. Like yeah. he just got tired and was like, okay, let's lock this shit up. <laughs> well, do you know that I'm not domesticated for shit, but like I make money. Yeah. So. <laughs> Katie you know how it is. Age wants to know if Paige is a bridesmaid or your maid of honor. Okay, so I'm going to have a bachelorette party uh -huh. and like Paige will be there, Sarah will be there. It'll be a good cast crew. I think I'm going to do it like Simple Life. Yeah. Where. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, like Simple Life? I basically want to do it at like. With like farm animals <laughs> and like a cabin. <laughs> Not camping. I don't fuck with camping. Hold up. I basically elaborate, please. <laughs> I, wanna, I don't want these like bachelorette party where you just like party. I'm like, we could do that anytime. Right. I want to get them upstate New York in a cabin with farm animals and we and we just like do weird shit. Please tell me you like vlog this. Uh, it's for the content. Shimmy. Okay. You know I'm that. like, <laughs> but I also, then I was like, do we need to make a movie about like bachelorette trips gone wrong then like yes. wait that's definitely been done before but the farm i just love animals yeah so my because i don't even like drinking that much nowadays uh-huh um as i'm drinking <laughs> as we're doing a drinking and podcasting yeah, cheers, cheers. <laughs> and then my friend was like well if you love animals let's do it like at a farm and i'm like that is rowdy but anyway i'm not gonna have bridesmaids okay. and des isn't gonna have groomsmen uh-huh we're kind of simplifying it i'm not going to next time either I feel like it causes, like, more drama and complications. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm just not... Mm -hmm. It's more like everyone at my wedding I fucking love, and I yeah. don't want to rank, and I don't want MySpace top eight, my friends, right. you know? No, I already <laughs> did that, too, and I'm like... I mean, if anything, like, I would maybe only want like my sister but then it's like but then Brock has four siblings and I'm like if he because this is we're both divorced mm -hmm. but he just kind of did like a signed papers courthousing his first time around mm -hmm. so he's never had like an actual like big wedding so I'm like mm -hmm. if he really wanted groomsmen and all of the guys standing up there then okay like, Brock I wants the big wedding I'll give it I to him I will but ideally I don't want that I've already well, like been there done that there's something weird about like making them stand like I know it's nice like they're supportive yeah. but I feel like yeah you guys you did that you proved to your friends yeah like we all know that people support you yeah. in your life so like I don't know mm -hmm. let them wear whatever the fuck they want and let's yeah, party I agree yeah CS Scotty 11 wants to know if you have any regrets from your last season on Summer House I mean a I psychic I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you know reality TV, and I gave it my all. Yeah. And I hope that everyone was fucking entertained. Oh, absolutely. And that is one thing that I will promise to you. 100%. Is I will bring it, my, my A game every time. Yeah. <laughs> Whether it's really funny or you think it's fucking crazy. It was, I tried. Yeah. <laughs> Underscore Melinda Mary wants to know if you approve of Paige and Craig. I, it's so funny. I haven't met them in, I haven't. I haven't been with them in person as a couple. Okay. Because we've been like traveling and stuff. But yeah. We do Giggly Squad every week. I get all the tea. I know how everything's going. And I feel like at this point in her life, it's weird because I've like left the reality TV game and somehow she's gotten like so much more, more into, into it. it. When we were like, we were Bonnie and Clyde. Like we yeah. were in it together. 
so for me, I'm like, if you're going to be in on this, like, it's great that you have a guy who's also in it with you. Totally. It's so hard to date on reality TV with yeah. guys who aren't supportive of it. And she's dealt with that before. Mm-hmm. So is it scary also to be on reality TV with a guy who wants to be on reality TV? It's, it could, but she knows, yeah. like, there's love is so fucking complicated. Right. And on TV, it's hard. So I'm happy that she's with someone who supports your career. Yeah, I yeah. agree. And I do love that Bravo is finally, like, intertwining shows together. Because this was yeah. one of the things when, like, Nima and I were dating. Yeah. I was like, but how is this going to work? Like, I can't just be on Shaws of Sunset. Like, you're not just going to, like, come into Sir on Vanderpump Rules. Like... This isn't going to work. Like, they don't like, do crossovers. Because Bravo's all about, like, the reality of the situation. The reality of the situation is that you yeah. guys are both in L.A. You're seeing each other. It's not like the, the shows are two different universes. Yeah. And I also know that we've all become friends, well, especially uh-huh. the younger shows. Like, I remember when we first met, and, yeah, Vanderpump did crossovers with us. Yeah. So it kind of made sense that I Southern love Charm. It. I love it so much. And we all bond over, like, the crazy Bravo universe. Yeah. I also remember during quarantine, Paige and I were doing our Giggly Squad lives uh-huh. every fucking night. Yes, I remember. And Craig and Austin were doing Instagram lives every fucking night. Yeah. But they would do, like, 4 p.m. to 10, just, like, reckless drinking and we'd do like 10 to 11 (laughs) and they'd be like how do you guys keep it up and we're like we don't drink all fucking day you guys are animals (laughs) but we had this and then we'd like go on there sometimes but just the world is kind of small and when it comes to we're all crazy in reality tv so it makes sense we're bonding totally (laughs) there was another question that came in i saw i didn't screenshot it so i can't shout out the person but they wanted to know if other bravo lebs are going to be invited to the wedding yeah (laughs) <laughs> will you guys film something for the wedding that like like will you vlog it do like a wedding video that like other people can see or are you going to keep it private so far we don't have any plans of like filming it as yeah. you know that shit's wild but you should get a videographer just definitely. for even if it's just for yourself to have those moments we definitely have a videographer yeah and I'm down like I think it'll be my my friends there's so many characters that'll be there like comedians bravo celebrities so like <laughs> I think everyone should have fun with their phone like yeah. it, it, we're kind content creators anyway I want everyone dance moves outfits whatever it's also going to be on the ocean in West Hampton (gasps) which is going to be like you can't really fuck it up yeah and it's funny because at first I was like I want a garage wedding like like some pizza whatever and now I'm like okay it's on the fucking ocean and I want this and I need that and I want this fucking huge ring so (laughs) we've evolved yeah Des is like into it and I'm happy I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, does it intimate? It just, at first he was like, oh, I don't care. And now he has like all these opinions, which is yeah. really funny. I love so, that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I love this. I love love. I love how much I've been able to see you this past week. And we're going to continue at New York. I know. You've this spoiled so me. Just so much Sheena time. And I love, I love going on shenanigans. I've been doing it for a while. And it's yeah. always just like the most fun, yeah. easy Thank you for pod. being here again. Thank you, baby. I love you. So you guys be sure to listen to Giggly Squad, Burning in Hell, and check out the new episodes of Call Her Daddy. Because oh God, yes. it's just so fun. <laughs> I love it. You know way too much about my vagina, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Bye. Sheena Shea. Shea FK. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans with Sheena Shea. Download new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Looking fine and I got my girls with me. With the boys at the table getting tipsy. Miss me, kiss me one more time. Get over here, boy. I'm going to make you mine. Yeah. Do you want it? Let me see